All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Guys, welcome to May. Oh my God. It's raining. It looks like May outside, doesn't it? Not really. Those good old May showers, as they say. It's a new month. We got so many great things going on. Today's Star Wars Day as we record this, so that's fun on social media. You can't get away from Star Wars. Why, why is this day different than any other day? <laughs> yeah, right. Tomorrow, as the show goes, uh, goes live, it's Cinco de Mayo. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Mitch is going to get messed up tomorrow on some tequila. Mitch so loves much. tequila. I love it. It's the best. Oh. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to get. He's to have 18 shots of tequila and then go see right. Captain America Civil War. I do have all these. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <Wild>. <laughs> that way I'll have to see it again and again until I can remember it. But you will have to see it again. Yes. Because uh, we have this to announce, as we've, we've said on previous shows and on social media, but we are doing a live podcast a week uh, from today, May 11th, at MJR Troy, uh, 6.45 showing of uh, Captain America Civil War, and afterwards, I guess I've been told 9.30 is when it gets out, so afterwards, join us in the studio bar and lounge, and we're going to do a live podcast. 9.30? Yeah. Oh, God. That's a, that's a long movie. Good, good. Way to market that. That's, that's with that's with credits. That's with post credit scene probably, right? And previews. It's a long. It's the longest Marvel movie to date. But we're gonna talk about it. Come listen to us talk about it, and uh, just it's gonna be sweet. So bring your friends, and uh, we have a good time. May eleventh, six forty five movie, nine thirty podcast, MJR in Troy, Michigan. Uh, I should say that because it's not like Trojan Troy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That could be fun. Yes. Well, that we well, one one day we're going to we're doing Europe. Uh, <laughs> our tour of Europe. Um, tour of Turkey. Welcome to the uh, Woodward's <laughs> Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for uh, film, TV news, and discussion. My name is Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friends. <laughs> Mitch Haba. And Are we your friends? And <laughs> Colin Ward. <laughs> Me, Colin, and Mitch, we get together every single week. We see a movie, we sit around and talk about it. We've been doing, if you've been listening to the show, way, way back in the day, we started doing this thing where we were going to, you know, we see mostly movies that are out now, right? Because they're relevant. People like to listen to podcasts that they're seeing movies of in, in real time. But uh, we were doing this thing for, we were going from 1990 up until 2015 and now 2016 and we were going to pick a, a movie and, you know, go up from there. We got to 94 with Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. and that was like four months ago. It was we a long time ago. We haven't gone up from then. So today we're doing our 95 movie. I got to pick, I picked Glory Days. This is a Ben Affleck movie that's on Netflix and we're going to talk about it, all three of us, in a little bit. But before we get to Glory Days, our 1995 movie, uh, we're going to do some movie and TV headlines. Um, first, Colin, you missed, you missed our, uh, our Keanu show. I did. Uh, that Mitch and I recorded on Sunday. Did. You, you didn't see it. Did I you? have not. No. Right. Well, I've been so bad lately, just in every life department, really. Like, mm-hmm. like B-A-D bad or B-A-D-D kind of bad? Both. Oh. Ooh. Um, well, both of you know you need some bad in your life, right? Like, yeah. uh, man, I wish Michael Jackson just passed away because that would be an easier segue. But I, I wanted because bad. 
Um, but no, jokes aside, not funny. Mm. I uh, we talked about Prince, uh, Mitch and I, but you're yeah. a huge Prince fan, yeah, and yeah. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts, which are obviously solemn, but yeah, good. of course. Um, I mean, it was kind of explained to you guys before. Um, it was to me, Prince was never like of this earth to me. Really, he was kind of this character character mythological being that you know made music and delivered it to us and so um when i heard of his passing and i honestly still don't think i have processed it yeah because i still think he's out there making music and i hear his music on the radio and i'm like there's prince like i'm listening to prince and it's it was a very strange um few days after that um still still adjusting but um now i get to hear prince a lot more on the radio get to listen to a lot of people talk about prince a lot more which makes me happy and um a a, you know you get people who say you know he was a true artist in every sense of the word when everyone passes away now but like i honestly don't know of a more applicable phrase to apply or a more appropriate phrase to apply to that person. Um, and just what he did um, for weird kids growing up and being eccentric and having control of your music and control of your image, which, you know, is super relevant today. Um, such an important man for um, music and um, society. And movies. And movies, yeah. That was the thing we brought up in the film cast last Sunday was that, you know, you talk, he's so prolific in every different kind of music genre, but he was also an actor and a director, and he wrote music for, like, he did the Batman soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, aside from Danny Elfman's music, but... I mean, did you, you you've seen Purple Rain Purple before Rain, yes. his passing, right? Yes, yes, lot, yes, I feel yes. like a lot of people were like introduced to it in the last couple of weeks, mm. but um, you know, what, what is Purple Rain to you? As <laughs> I a, mean, as a film, so as a mean, film, yeah. uh, you know, it's nothing to write home about. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's but an it's, experience. It's, I'll say that. But it, it's a cult kind of good movie. It absolutely you know I mean? is. And we're like. But like, let's be honest. What is driving that movie is, is all the, the amazing music. Yeah, right. And I mean, the music sequences aren't necessarily awful by any means. But um, Purple Rain, the album, is incredible. Yeah. And right. um, I don't know. It's playing at MJR. Did you this see whole it? Week. I actually was. I forgot that it was playing there, and now I have to go see that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't seen it like anywhere? I haven't it's seen it. I've never Redford, seen it in a big Detroit, theater. No, nope, nope, yeah, nope. okay. so That would be a cool experience, especially if you were with a bunch of Prince fans. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's like a little Rocky Horror kind of thing going there where like people who are super Prince fans like yeah. know every beat of the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that could be interesting. I've heard um, of people singing along to it. So Yeah, that too. Favorite song? <laughs> Off of Purple Rain or just in general? Just in general, I don't know. Or like a couple that you really like? I mean... I do like Purple Rain. I love Controversy. I love all of Controversy. Yeah. That album. Con- yeah. Uh, I Want to Be Your Lover. Cream. That's my favorite. Cream. Yeah, Cream. Yeah, yeah. Kiss. Diamonds and Pearls. All of them. Also. Yeah, there's... <laughs> well, I've, like, the whole weekend of his passing, I just played Prince on... Yeah. Uh, like, I, I got the title free subscriptions just so I can listen to Prince. And 
coincidentally enough at the same weekend Beyonce's album not, came it out. may not be a coincidence so. if you ask me but, uh, <laughs> Illuminati yeah. Illuminati no, I don't mean that like I'm not saying that but that was it like, they probably were like this is a good time because people are getting titles yeah. so why yeah. don't you just yeah. release this yeah, so I was going to say I can't watch it on, or I can't listen to Prince on Spotify which is yeah. just a yeah. pain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you saw him at the Fox last year. I did, yes. What was that yeah. like? It's crazy. It was almost a year to the date. Um, was it? I saw him on April 14th, oh, I want to say, okay. or April 15th. And um, That makes more sense why I didn't see it, actually. I was trying to remember why I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in April. I was busy. Yeah. Um I was busy. I was too busy for. Well, he was. It was weird. He was like. He. It was like. Didn't tickets go on sale like the week? before? He announced it. Yep. And then tickets went on sale, and then the show was four days later. Yeah. So I like didn't. I was like scrambling Mm -hmm. to try to figure out how to go. Remember? Yeah. And so I. They were expensive too. Yeah, they were not cheap. (laughs) I. I I don't think they were bad for what was. Well, it's a Fox show. Yeah, which usually. I mean, you're not going to get anything less than fifty bucks, right? How how expensive was it? It, I paid a hundred for my tickets, and I had really good seats. I mean, there's not a bad seat. the fox no but um i was in the upper balcony but only like 10 rows back it was great but um and that was the case where i bought a ticket by myself i went with a friend who also had a ticket by by herself but you know sat around complete strangers whatever once that music started we were not strangers we were dancing at a prince concert everyone in that theater and uh, i see a lot of shows and i Ever since I saw that show, I consistently said that's been the best show I've ever seen. Three plus hours of him just going hard. It's well, don't take that for granted, man. I mean, like, (sighs) I don't. I think a lot of people right now are like, "Shit, I should have went to that concert." Mm -hmm. So, rest in peace, Prince. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like we're gonna spend the rest of the year kind of listening to Prince music and forever. But you know, especially this whole year is kind of gonna go out to him and David Bowie and as far as the music scene goes. Um. So that's that. Let's go to let's let's talk about happier stuff. Um, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just depends. Some of these are like I, I'm actually interested to get your thoughts on on some of those. Um, I'm not sure how you guys are going to take it, but let's talk about. Um, let's stay with let's stick with some Michigan connections here. Um, <clears throat> David Robert Mitchell, writer and director of uh, It Follows, um, he's a Michigan guy. Yes. Um, he is uh, reportedly taking on a uh, like a crime noir. Um, called Under the Silver Lake, which set in Los Angeles. I don't know, it must be like a, a Silver Lake thing. Is it Under the Silver Lake yeah, or Under Silver Lake? That's what, sa- that's what it says here, yeah. <laughs> on uh, Hollywood Bodies. And, um, <laughs> and uh, what's his face? Not not Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield is uh, going to be in it, starring in it, it seems. Uh, excited to see what uh, David Robert Mitchell is going to turn out in his follow-up to It Follows Up. Yes. It follows, it follows, it follows. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be good. No, I can't say I think it's going to be good, but I'm excited because I like noir and I'd like to see Andrew Garfield do something else. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What, uh, what else has he really been in besides Spider-Man? Well, like recently. I don't know. What has he been in recently? Recently? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. kind of dropped out there a little bit yeah. from like... Social Do people networks? know he's well, he was English? Like, yeah, but like Social Network and Spider-Man, he was like, oh, he's going to yeah. be a superstar. And- I saw him in Death of a Salesman on Broadway with Philip Seymour Hoffman. What? Who was he? He was um, the, the, yeah, the, the one son, the more, more popular son. When did I see that? Like, is this like pre-Spider-Man? It was right before Spider-Man came out because huh. there was a kid 
dressed in the stage door as Spider-Man. Oh, he was the lead in an arcade fire music video. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. But, but talk yes. about experiences in a theater. That was insane. I mean, that, that's crazy. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Shit, don't get me started. Um, so I'm excited. I, I, this obviously, I, I mean, not obviously, we shouldn't assume, but it doesn't seem like this is gonna be shot in Michigan, which is fine. I'm not gonna no. fault uh, Mr. Robert Mitchell for that. But um, I'm 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 pumped. Maybe he will eventually bring another film back here. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think, and I feel like like noir, it, it follows in a lot of ways. Yep. Was noiry, um, so yeah, I'm yeah. Pretty excited for this. So we'll see. Maybe we'll uh, we'll hear more. Of, see who else will be in this movie. Yeah. Do we know if it's going to be set in present day or is it going to be set in the forties and fifties? I don't. LA? I don't think I, I got nothing here on Hollywood Reporter about a time period. Um, what would you prefer? Would you, would you rather see you know if filming is a, a, a film noir or neo noir, whatever you want to call it these days? Um, you rather it be present day or like go um, back to that time period? I like it to go back. I like that that time period and that style more than anything. Because I think like Drive did neo noir in LA perfectly, and yeah. Brick, yeah, also. brick, yeah. yeah. People are always trying to change up that genre, right? It's a you, classic you like, genre. You prefer period pieces or? Eh, it's tricky. I mean, I, I want to say that I prefer it back in that decade, but I feel like every attempt to do that comes off like it's a modern day movie, and the production design is just really obvious to me. Yeah. I think of stuff like the Black Dahlia. I've never seen that. Um, and where everything was just kind of so in your face, like, look what we're doing. Look how mm. back in time we are. Right, even um, Gangster Squad was that? that wasn't necessarily. Yeah, I mean, it's an action yeah, movie. Yeah, but like first. stylistically, it's yeah. like it's like you go back. It's to like a cartoon, though. And, and, <laughs> yeah. I would say like I mean, L.A. Confidential point, that goes back to your I love point, that like, movie. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. To your point, like um, the drive has done it perfectly already. I think that like L.A. Confidential, Chinatown. I mean, mm-hmm. they've already done yeah. L.A. Noirs, Nightcrawler. So like, what yeah, are, what yeah. are you gonna change up? You know, aesthetically, like like artistically, and like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're kind of screwed either way. Like, if you try mm-hmm. to do something modern day, it's going to be drivey. If you do something 50s, 60s, 40s, it's going to be kind of Chinatown-y, LA Confidential. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he did such a great job with bringing those 80 horror film stylistic approaches, but setting it in the modern day. Um, wasn't set in the modern <laughs> Well, it was yeah, like vague. It was. It, was, it was vague. It was like a vague. Modern day. Like, yeah. It was weird. It's like, yeah, they were watching things, like, a they 1950s television, but sure. <laughs> they didn't really have cell phones or anything, right? Didn't, yeah. Wasn't that a thing in that yeah. movie? Like, no one had a cell phone. So, yeah, I don't know. That was unique, though, in that sense. So, maybe mm-hmm. they won't even tell you what year this takes place. Maybe they'll do something like that again. And I, I also, I'm curious to see, because, like, the, the kind of whole... Uh, like jux of of it follows was so unique, you know the whole like STD horror movie. Mm-hmm. Interested to see if he's got a gimmick up his sleeve right. for like a, a, a neo noir. Right. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get him on the film cast one day. <gasps> Michigan guy. <laughs> Be cool. Try to pull some strings. You're the one who knows the most people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one who actually works in movies. Um. 
non uh i don't know i've got no segue here but we had talked about previously those rampant rumors of uh daisy, daisy ridley, ridley being tomb raider yeah i didn't like that you didn't like that yeah because i she i didn't want her to get shoehorned into you know adventure adventure girl roles yeah like i think i want to see different stuff because she'll always be star wars girl but there's a but so that was those are the well, rumors. she's she's just turning into the female Harrison Ford, you know she's gonna do. Or you don't you don't want her to be stuck in a genre, right? Harrison Ford is known for Star Wars and Indiana Jones. I don't want Daisy Ridley to be known for Star Wars and Tomb Raider. It's like what you, the exact you, same thing. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so yeah. you guys are happy with this news, right? Very sure, whatever. Which is there's a, there's a new team there's a new Tomb Raider in town, Mitch. Yes, Alicia Vikander. Vikander. Official, it's official. No, and the, there was no rumors of that. I don't think. No, right? it's yeah. It just came out of. They were just like, nope, not Daisy Ridley. Right. Um, what do you think? You just you played the most recent game, didn't you? Tomb Raider. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm like game of what? <laughs> game of tombs. Yes. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Well, both those games are super cinematic. Right. Um, in the vein of like the Uncharted. Uh, yeah. Games. Yeah. Yeah. Do you or, see Alicia Vikander filling the, the like the modern Tomb Raider role? Oh, I could definitely see her do that. Yeah. Are you excited about it? Yeah, absolutely. She's super talented. She was in she delivered three great performances last she had a huge year. She year. was really great in Anna Karenina a few years ago. So of course I think she'll be able to do it and pull it off and be smart and sexy and everything I love about Tomb yeah. Raider. Yeah, we saw her in uh, uh Man from Uncle too. Oh, yeah. In addition to um Ex Danish Machina. girl and Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, I forgot she, she was that, that was a kind of a, an action-y movie. Mm-hmm. You know? She kind of had that role. Because other than that, that's, that's what I find interesting about it. It's like, like you were saying, she's not she's not known as like an action star. Like, you know, like Daisy Ridley is going to be known, you know? So it's yeah. kind of an interesting casting decision. Um, not that we can't imagine it, but like you really have. I haven't seen her. Well, you know, there's a little like, I guess Ex Machina, she's really like, this is like a lot of physical. That's stuff a physical that. role, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So excited about that. Um, they don't have a director or anything for that yet, though, mm-hmm. do they? <laughs> it's a good plan. Pick the actors and actresses first. Am I wrong? I, I don't know if I heard anything about that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, it's, it's so weird because when the first Tomb Raider, oh, I, I'm sorry. Let me I, roar, you thog, you thog. Oh, roar. 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 R-O-A-R. R-O-A-R. Nice. <laughs> uh, he did The Wave. What's that? Uh, it's not the fifth wave. No, <laughs> We're going to keep movie, talking about the fifth movie, wave. A movie last year. <laughs> By uh, the way, I'd like to correct myself. I said Shailene Woodley. That's actually in the fifth wave. It's actually um, Chloe Grace Moritz. Ah, uh, right. He did Escape, Magic Silver, Magic Silver, Cold Prey. I don't know any of these movies. Oh, cool. Well, um, the thing about Alicia Vikander is she doesn't have the most like, um, <clears throat> like recognizable face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting because Tomb Raider has, or Tomb Raider, you know, Tomb Raider. Uh, Lara, Croft, <laughs> Lara Croft has a, a look, and we all know what she looks like. And Angelina Jolie, when she was cast in that role and played that movie, it was like, 
perfect. Like she looked exactly like Laura Croft. So yeah, for the like nineties Laura Croft. Yeah. yeah. For for eight bit Laura Croft. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true though. Sixteen like, bit. Because Colin, correct me if I'm wrong. It's a different look nowadays. Yes. Isn't it? Yes, like a, I'm pulling up the picture. Yeah, it's like a way different look. Yeah. Um, I haven't played the game, so it'll be diff- it'll be interesting to see well, what they go. I, I'm I'm you know I'm glad it's not like. And we're looking at a picture right now of uh, the, the newer Tomb Raiders. Much, yeah, oh, much yeah. more like... Yeah, like, she looks like it. Well, Ellen, Ellen Page? <laughs> is that Ellen Page? <laughs> yeah. Huh, yeah, more rugged. I'm glad... It's, I'm, 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 it, it does get me excited to, to know that it's not Jennifer Lawrence or it's yeah. not... It's not like... And she's not hyper... She's not hypersexualized in these new games. No, no, it looks oh, like. no, not at all. No, Thank no, God. No. Yeah. So. That was... How can I you? Mean, how can you make a... Like the, the PlayStation Tomb Raider, sexy. I don't. It was just like beige colored sticks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she's not sexualized, but I do find Laura Croft like very sexy. Well done. Oh yeah, like, yeah. She doesn't have to look sexy. And at least to be sexy. Is, not, is not hard to look. No, at. of course. Not. <laughs> um, okay, Although I will, well, I will say that she does have a very like. I, I made the point when she was at the Oscars. I was like, Alicia Vikander kind of looks like that one girl you knew who knew that other person in college. Remember her? <laughs> Do you know what that means? <laughs> it's like that one girl, you know? Who just happens to be like, yeah, she's like, hey, you're beautiful. Really good, yeah, she yeah. Just, <laughs> she's very good looking, but you only saw her a few times. It's like a place or a face you can place, but not perfectly. You know, I just Swedish she, models she's, we had. She's, yeah. in, she's in the new Bourne movie, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Oh, maybe, nice. she's got, maybe she's you know, getting ready to be an action star. Yeah. Jeez. You know? she's, maybe she's she'll play Ronda her. Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, looking forward to that, though, definitely. Yeah. Maybe we should revisit, revisit the old ones, too, because I haven't watched them in a long time. What I is wonder that? if they 2002? 2003? Oh, I, I remember loving the first one. Like, I thought as a, as a 10 year old, I thought it was really <laughs> good. So. Yeah, it's been a while. So. Speaking Laura of movies Tomb that we liked when we were younger that may or may not be as good as we thought, um, it looks like uh, Justin Lin, the uh, director of some of the Fast and Furious movies, uh, well, I guess one, is that true? Was it just the six? No, he did a couple. Uh, Justin Lin, uh, Fast and Furious director and Star Trek Three director, uh, is taking his talents from space to space jam. He, Everybody get up. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> damn it, Mitch, you ruined it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Did you guys have that that tape cassette, uh, Jock Jams, baby? Yeah. And the soundtrack. The um, <laughs> more. Well, we we knew this, but uh, LeBron James is gonna be in it. Of course. I think I think we knew that. I don't know if it was official, but now it's official. So Justin Lin's making a, a Space Jam sequel. I guess not reboot. It must be like a Whoa. sequel. Whoa. And um. This is news. We're gonna we're gonna find out everything we didn't know after the end of Space Jam. He'll pass gonna, the basketball right. down. To... Um, you know, Deadspin had this article the other day that was like Space Jam's not as good as you remember it, and it's... it had all this shit about it. Like, you know, you know what? Shut up, Deadspin. Space Jam is perfection. Uh, that is a great piece of cinema. Okay. All right. I've never seen it. You've never you seen should, it, Colin. No. You should watch it and join join me in saying that it's just really not good. And I I understand being a kid and watching it, it's hilarious and stuff, but watching it now, it's so frantic and like 
crazy. It makes no sense at all. You've never seen Space Jam? Why would I see Space Jam? I don't... Combines a few of my least favorite things ever. (laughs) Basketball. Michael Jordan. <laughs> you hate Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> okay, so Space. you're clearly not excited for this movie at all. No, I couldn't care less. <laughs> and you, I, I don't know who I'm even sitting with anymore. I don't. Lo- I like sports. And Space every- Jam. Yeah, I love Looney Tunes and I love sports. And I think Space Jam is just kind of a weird, annoying experiment that the best thing to come out of it is the soundtrack. I'm a sad kid. You're sorry. sad, Kale. I'm sorry. Jokes aside, clearly it's not it's not like a great movie, but it is a fun, <laughs> nostalgic movie. And if we don't live in a day that's anything, if not thirsty for nostalgia, yeah. there's a, that's the reason we're getting another Space Jam movie. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron James is an actor. Does this excite you? We saw him in Trainwreck last year. Oh, I, I, I loved him in Trainwreck. I actually. thought he was good, actually. Yeah. He really surprised me. Yeah, he was okay in Trainwreck. And, I'm curious what else he can do, though, because it... I mean, it wasn't like amazing. He didn't blow me away or anything, but it was better. Than he did what his I lines expected. well. <laughs> yeah, well, he had charisma and like right. comedic timing. A couple of points, you and know? It was in it way more than I thought. Was yeah, be for in sure. Um, it's it's interesting to me that he's like his first two roles because I know he wants to he wants to get into oh, like yeah. movies after his basketball career is over. But his first two roles, he's <laughs> playing himself. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> Is that you think that's easier or harder for a, a, a like an up and coming actor, sports star turned actor? Uh, harder. You think it's harder Definitely. to be yourself? I do. Yeah. Why do you think so? Because I feel like he's like actually like trying to be good at acting, and so like he's delivering a really good performance as himself. So now every role that's going to be a non original, like a different actual character. He's going to be like, oh, it's the same character as LeBron James. Yeah, right? Right, just play LeBron? Yeah. Well, I think, I don't think he's ever going to be an actor because there is no way you'll ever be able to watch a movie with him in it and not see LeBron James. It's kind of, it's kind of the thing like, and he hasn't proven himself as an actor yet. So if he just starts becoming an actor. Have you seen him take fouls? (laughs) Oh, hell. Uh. Um. But until he can prove himself as like a competent actor, like, um, and and a personality, because right now I don't think very many people actually like his personality. Yeah. <laughs> so until he can prove himself a as cocky. a as yeah as a charismatic and fun person like The Rock or um, any other athlete that or famous person that has come up and on from non conventional means. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to do it. He might as well finish Space Jam two or whatever, <laughs> call, call and then career. and then jump into just like executive producing, like yeah, which is, which is really what he wants. Yeah, it was a big Hollywood Reporter article a couple of years ago. Him as really I just wants to do that. I just don't see him as an actor at all. It's just not going to work. It's not. A, it's not like it hasn't happened though. Like you said, um, like The Rock. I mean, he's an athlete. He was a he was a football player, and then he was. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, a, wrestler, a wrestler, which is acting, which is acting, which is acting, acting yes. but still, I mean, he's, he's an athlete, mm-hmm. and he's a. I would say that The Rock's a really good actor. He's a very good actor. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Look at that. It's my dad's birthday too. Oh. oh. Well, I don't know if his birthday is today. I think it was. A f- <laughs> oh, oh, it's Audrey Hepburn's birthday. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Star Wars Day. Yeah, but the, yeah, The Rock. He's a great. He's a great <laughs> actor. actor. Um, OJ Simpson. <laughs> Was a really good. He was a really good. He actor. was a good comedic actor. He was. He was. He was a. He was a really funny actor. Yeah, for a little yeah. bit there. Actually, yeah. his um, way through that court case, right? 
Yeah. Was that? Acted his way through yeah, that court case. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll see about Ronda Rousey because she really wants to do it. No, no. That's not. I can see her in a gritty. I, and that her, it'd be a one and done. Oh, man. I saw like her Eminem. in SNL and that just was not well, not going for it. She couldn't She couldn't do it. I don't she, know. Maybe she just needs some some Looney Tunes around her. Oh, boy. That's what the that's what Space Jam is gonna be, you know. It's just gonna be tons of cameos. And What's the and an, is it still gonna be Looney Tunes? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, oh, of course. Okay. Is it gonna be a Warner Brothers film? Yeah, I think so. I I do wish. I mean, De- Dead's been also said this is not my not my idea, but I it, what would be cool because I'm I, other jokes aside. Now I'm straight faced. I don't know why we're getting this movie, and I think it's kind of weird, and like I don't know what the point is, mm-hmm. and um. The, because kids don't want to see this. No, no. Adults who saw Space Jam want right. to see this. But what would be kind of fun, I think, because everyone wants to see this, is Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. So if LeBron was the bad guy, right? Like if the I don't know if you haven't seen the movie, but the evil Looney Tunes, they steal the, the powers of other NBA players. Muxy Bogues. Right. My cred's going down the chute. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I can picture their it. faces. I just can't think. You of could that. say any names, and I would be like, "Oh, that sounds like a famous basketball player." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know, I wouldn't know. You know, Charles Shoot yeah, Stan. Sh- Charles Shooter. Um, yeah, basketball shooter. <laughs> basketball anyway, Jones. <laughs> if if it, if it was they 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 like hold LeBron James against his will to play for them, and then the Looney Tunes go and get Michael Jordan again and say. Hey Michael, you gotta come back and and beat this LeBron James guy for us. That would be a fucking awesome movie. I would see mm-hmm. that. That would be great. See Le- see Michael Jordan play basketball again. That sounds important. <laughs> Patrick see? Ewing sounds like it should be a thing. You know, a lot of people said the same thing in the early two thousands, and it turned out it wasn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. Oh yeah, how could we forget uh, those? Barkley. Larry Bird was in it. Uh, yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't one of the guys right, right. A, a and I guess I never realized this but Bill Murray just plays himself yeah, he's, yeah. He's Bill Murray yeah. I forgot about that Bill Murray's great in that movie there are some good things about that is that 96 <laughs> that might be our next movie well, I, I'll tell you I'm Ni- not it is that. it's 96 <laughs> let's, we let's, might as uh, well get them views man hey Woodward's listeners it's me Kale just want to tell you about a special event that we got coming up that's right, me, Colin, and Mitch, we're doing a Woodward's Filmcast live at MJR Troy on May 11th. Stop by for the 645 showing of Captain America Civil War, and join us afterwards around 9.10, 9.20 for a live podcast in the studio, bar, and lounge across from the Epic Theater at MJR Troy. We're going to just hang out and talk about Captain America Civil War, and we want you guys to join us. We'll get your opinions, we'll have some beers, it's going to be a great time. And you know, we want to meet some listeners, you want to meet the people that listen to the show, we also want to find some more listeners, so tell all your friends, come along, bring everyone you know, we're going to have a great time, MGR Troy, May 11th, 6.45pm showing of Captain America Civil War, podcast afterwards in the studio bar and lounge. Can't wait to see you there. Let's go into our uh, movie of the week. Um, as I said earlier, we're doing this thing where we go up from 1990 and uh, we 
make our way up to 2016 picking one movie for each year as we go up once we get there i don't know what we're gonna do go backwards from 1989 <laughs> at this rate yeah, at this rate gonna be... <laughs> we're gonna be on filmcast episode 400 before we get to 1997 in the nursing home dude. Um, we did 1990 we did ghost uh 91 we did the crying game mm. 92, we did uh, Terminator 2. Judgment Day. 93, we did Philadelphia. 94, we did Pulp Fiction. Right. Um, somehow we got into this kind of like we do a rotation of choosing, and uh, you picked Philadelphia? No, I, I picked I Pulp picked, Fiction. I picked Philadelphia. You picked Philadelphia. You picked Pulp Fiction, so it was my so turn. So Colin gets to pick 96. So Colin picks next time. Mm-hmm. So we were at 95. Pick uh, Space Jam. There are, there are a slew of 95 movies um, on uh, Netflix. What were they? I, I couldn't. I found a website that like, does it. Kind of really? Funny. Where? I don't know. I've got it somewhere. I'll send it to you after the show, Mitch. <laughs> All right. Um, to know now. Um <laughs> I gotta say, I had seen this movie called Glory Days popping up on like my recommendations every once in a while because, look, I like a lot of shitty like coming of age movies. I'm really into like whether it's high school coming age movies or college coming of age movies. I like that shit. I also love like <laughs> bless you. I love I love like early '90s like either indie or like pseudo indie movies like the the craze that came after like. Clerks and Days and Confused, you know what I mean? Right. Of to to like, oh, let's just have a movie about part. Like it was like we can do slackers. An, we can do Animal House every year, you know. <laughs> um, and I kept seeing this Glory Days float up. This is a, a 1995 Ben Affleck college movie, and I also like uh, Ben Affleck. Like, I like 90s Ben Affleck. Like you know, I love Goodwill Hunting. I love Chasing Amy. I love Dogma, which is maybe 2000 or something, but. You know, I, I liked before he got super famous mm-hmm. and then, you know, that chunk where no one liked him. Yeah, right. I liked mm-hmm. the before and after as well, like most people. Um, <clears throat> so I was like intrigued by this movie forever. And then I saw it, it was the 95 movie. I noticed that the rating on Netflix wasn't very good. And I, I noticed that on the internet, it's not really judged well. But I said, you know what? Look, the honest truth is most of the time we pick movies because they look good and we want to watch them. Yeah. But like, that's not necessarily... A, Great. Like, we should watch some shitty movies every once in a while. Of course. It's, this, is, this is my thinking going into choosing yeah. this. And so uh, <laughs> I chose Glory Days, and here we are to talk about it. This is, a, like I said, it's a movie about a guy, uh, Ben Affleck, who plays Jack, and he... Uh, he lives with four other soon-to-be college graduates. Right. And they don't want to They're graduate. at art school. Yeah, they're at they art school. Yeah, they're art school. And they actually make fun of they, 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 they right away. He's like, "What do what do, uh, what do <laughs> super rich people who go to art school and have nothing to do with their lives? What goes? It was like what goes through their minds. This is that movie. All right. Well, they, like right away, you're like, this is gonna be interesting. I guess. <laughs> um, this is directed and written by a guy named Rich Wilkes. Did you guys check out his IMDb? He wrote some stuff. He, he's written a lot of stuff, uh, one of which is actually Airheads, which I, I fucking love that movie. Have you ever seen Airheads? No. It's a great movie. Check out I've Airheads. read that this is compared to it, though. Really? Not only, not just because of the writer, but because of type, um, like slacker type. Yeah, I guess. A little bit. Um, the Stoned Age. Uh, yes. And basically, it seems, it seems that he's been making his money on Triple X. He wrote Triple X. <laughs> He wrote trip. Well, he got he got credit for Triple X State of the Union and uh, the new new Triple X coming out called uh, Return of Xander. Well, he's Cage. not writing it. He's just credited for yeah, he's characters. Yeah, credited for characters. Yeah, <laughs> he'll get some money out of that. Um, yeah, cool. So let's talk about it. Um, 
uh, what's this movie called again? Glory Days. Um, I've said enough. Who wants to go with their initial thoughts on this film? Colin, you you just watched it. Fresh thoughts. Um, you know how when Beyonce's video <laughs> came out and it was people were saying, you know, this isn't for us. You know, this isn't for like <laughs> our. <laughs> This isn't for white people. Right. Like this is for black people. I watch this. I'm like, this isn't for me. <laughs> You're like, this is for no one. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's more accurate. Right. Oh god. <laughs> um, this movie it, to me, this was one of the hardest movies for me to sit down and watch. I don't know if it's just because I've been really busy lately. So like, when I'm watching something, I want it to like be good. So it was when I was watched something and it wasn't good, it was a lot harder for me to get into. Or mm. just the fact that I just could not fucking get into this. Probably a little bit of both. But this was a struggle to watch. And to me, it's like one of those movies that like existed in a certain time, maybe a month within a year where this movie might be acceptable. And it's not acceptable and it's not relevant any other year than when it was made. So, yeah, I, yeah right. no, completely. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can't even like really like say stuff about it because I don't even think it warrants to be talked about. Wow. Well, it warrants to be razzed. Oh yes, it right. does. Mitch, what were your initial thoughts? Um uh, I was interested at first. I mean, the the poster on Netflix is like the worst poster I've ever seen. For some reason, uh, Alyssa Milano's on it, and she's barely in the movie. Uh, yeah, she's making like the I don't know. Everybody, it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, but this movie was clearly like written by Mr. Wilkes and like a a like drunken, frustrated moment in his life. And it reeks like it reeks like a college film that's just filled with masturbatory like philosophy that is not relevant or correct in any sort of way. Yeah. Um, and it's not technically sound either. It's te- like technically no, it's a mess. Not. Yeah, yeah. There's sound drops out in places. The the lighting's like too bright. Um, and it's edited really poorly. <laughs> like some scenes linger on way too long. And hey, there's so many fade to blacks. <laughs> yeah, just fade to blacks and then fade up somewhere else. Or, and it it's like comedy is sometimes absurd, sometimes grounded, and then cartoonish and like <laughs> this... it, it it goes all over the place. And there, every person in this movie is a. It, pretty insufferable except for like the ones who don't talk much like <laughs> Alyssa Milano's is and Mickey are like the only ones who aren't completely like gone yeah you know, as like people as functioning citizens <laughs> and and they're they barely talk and when they do talk their their voices are barely even picked up on mic mm. <laughs> it's like all right um, cool yeah I I like I was I was like I saw bad ratings for this, but like I can I can stomach bad movies, and I like usually will I'm like always I can yeah. find something real good in any movie, and I was like Ben Affleck, Sam, Sam Rockwell, like fucking John Reese Davies in this movie, you know who's my favorite part actually. 
Yeah, he actually had a, well, I don't know if he had a good role. He had like it was the most interesting it thing was, in the definitely movie. Was. Like yeah. right. that whole storyline I thought was actually really Although his handled so awful. No, that's what Although I don't think his, it was. Yeah. It was it was like lifeless though. It was like the I yeah. I'll say this his about character the movie. was a caricature. I'll, I'll say about I'll say this about the movie is that <laughs> yes, my name's Luther. First of all, my initial <laughs> thoughts are it's terrible. I I was I like th- three minutes into the voiceover, I was like, this movie's gonna be real bad, isn't yeah. it? Um so that's my initial thoughts. I'll say that uh, in the uh, there's all these pockets of like that could have been a good idea, right? Like the idea of like I am like look, I'm a rich family guy, and I didn't like my parents, and I'm about to graduate college. I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing with my degree. That's a that could be a good movie. You know what I mean? That there's it's a, called Girls, and it's on HBO. <laughs> right? And it's called. I mean, that's been a lot. I mean, you know, even even and or like you know the idea of like I want to stay in college forever, like. A movie like Old School does that mm-hmm. more believably than this yes. movie does. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And there's, that's not grounded in reality at all, you know? Yeah. So, like, I, it's hard to explain other than the fact that, like, maybe it's just because there's no room for characterization in this movie. It's just, like, right away they're like, here's this character. He literally is talking to you. He's like, here's this character. Here's that character. Here's what we think. Of this character. It. Yeah. And, like, where is it going? And it jumps to this and that. And, yeah. like, you're like, holy shit. Or it establishes things about characters and then it never expands upon them. Like they're they're abandoned. So let's right. So let's figure out as a team here what Jack's Ben Affleck's character. What is the story here? We know he is about to graduate <laughs> from art school. And Could, he, question: yeah. Is this a school? Is this a fictitious school? No, it's, or is um, this a real actually. School? I think they mentioned Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Is, is Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz a specific art school? You see Santa it, Cruz? I don't think I don't it is. I think uh, it's I just... Or so. did he just graduate within the art I think department? He, I think he was okay, in the art like, program. That's what it, I, I think. Um, but everyone was an artist. Right. Everyone was an artist. So he lives with all these artists. One guy... Let's, oh, they're the banana slugs. Oh. Right. Nice. <laughs> that's their team. That's their name. That's their mascot. The banana slugs. How bizarre. Sammy the slug. Sorry. Um... <laughs> so they he lives with all these artists, right? And like, one of them dropped out, and one of them like is famous for for his newspaper cartoons, right? Among twenty year olds, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry, that is not a 1995 thing, right? right. No and one. Why is he there if he is famous oh, yeah, as a cartoonist? Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, the girls are all about the fact that he does like. Saturday cartoon, and he's such a fucking idiot that he can't. Like, what is what was with that? He's like, no, that's not my like. I could never get that storyline where Alyssa Milano. That was her, right? Yeah, she's she's all over him, and there isn't like any. We're never really explained why he like isn't going for it. I there's no explanation. He's just like. He's just a fucking idiot. What you, I don't know what, that, what to, to <laughs> He do. got no game. Yeah, he's shy, I guess. That's, meanwhile, his, that's his character Meanwhile, trait. there's Ben Affleck, who recently, bro- we, we know right away he broke up with his girlfriend because he says it. And then he, <laughs> and then he was biking by her in a car making out with the, some other dude. And then he tells us how he's feeling instead of seeing how he's feeling. Right. And then you're kind of like, oh, that was kind of in our face. Like, yeah. right away, your girlfriend's making out with some dude. All right. This is a girl that we don't ever get to know about at yeah. all. Like I have no idea why he loves her so much, but we see her naked immediately. <laughs> but we see, we see Ben Affleck. First of all, it's, I think it's weirder in 95 than it would be today. <laughs> but he, he like, I say that because 
the camera that he d- does this sex tape on was probably like this big. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? right. So he wasn't discreet. The shoulder cam. It wasn't yeah. discreet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I guess you get the impression she consented to be on a video, right? Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, yes, she was yes, all yes, dressed yes, up yes. and everything. I mean, but did she, know she, she got on... the boob job. Like... Did she know she was on a... <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. she said, don't show this to anyone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're not going to show so this to anyone. It's less creepy than I thought it was, but still, uh-huh. it's really weird. It's, it's weird like, that he's... I don't, it's I weird that that, that has creepy. to be our introduction to her. That's what's yes. weird about it. Yeah. That's all you know about the relationship is yeah. that they made a sex tape. Yeah. Look, I'm not... Anyone who makes a sex tape... Yeah, sure. Sure, do whatever you want. For it's, a it's movie like, that's a it's bad. Like, it's like if you had a movie today and and like you never met the ex girlfriend. This guy is 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 like oh, he's he's so into. But all you see are like the nude selfies that she sent, yeah. and you're yeah. like, yeah, I mean, of course he's, he's upset. Those, he, but yeah, like, of course he's upset. That's he's not helping us understand the anymore. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it, it absolutely does a disservice to both Ben Affleck's character and to her character because it <laughs> seems makes it seem like the only thing that this woman that was important in the relationship was her physical appearance right. and not anything else right. about her. And actually that actually might be the case that we, when we later find out, like he, uh, he doesn't know why he is in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. He can't even explain <laughs> he it. Can't even explain it. And, <laughs> and she's like, like, you're weird. You need to leave. Again, that's a good, that's a good idea. Right. Like right. a guy who is just caught up in a girl because he's in love with the idea of having a girlfriend more yeah. than the girl. Like that's a, you can make a good movie about that 500 days of summer, but like, <laughs> you know, this, this, but that's a movie that like is a slow burning, like characterization piece. This is like too much, too so m- much all over the place. Yeah. Right. And also they're in a band guys. <laughs> yeah. They're in a band. <laughs> Some sort of band. Everyone's so talented. Yeah. Everyone, Everyone just, yeah. Just, but no one understands them. Yeah. Right. And one guy made a video game. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> that was really impressive. Yeah. He, he made like a, like a Super Nintendo On what? Parts. Yeah, on I what? How did he make that game? It was crazy. You never saw him with a computer, and we're told he's a writer. Remember? In yeah. the beginning, he's like, oh, he's waiting for Bukowski to, to write him, to write so, him back. Yeah. None of us had the heart to tell him he's dead. <laughs> Like what the fuck? Like what the hell? Is he is he like, he, like he completely not? stupid and doesn't know how to like look things yes. up? <laughs> like, he, he was a drunk. Like, yeah. He, he quit. He he quit college because he was like, yeah, I just realized I didn't want to be in college. Like I didn't need to be in college. And like you see this kind of like, oh, he's making a video game and people like his video games. So like at the end of the movie, you're gonna see I went off and like got rich making video games. I don't know what happened no. to his story. He, he just like, moved in with the other people. He's hanging out with like, a freshman. Like, yeah, that's just he's not moving like, on either. But we get a shot of him, like toward the end of him, like looking at Ben Affleck's character, like, dude, come on, it's time to move on. And nobody really moves on. The only one who moves on is French Stewart's character, who goes to Michigan, who's like really excited about going to business school in Michigan. It's like you're an artist. The only art, the only like one we know has talent besides that he doesn't want to do art because yeah, I don't know. We don't know because John John Reese Davies might have been something he thought it wasn't. What was going? I don't. So offensive. It was so stupid. Yeah, Yeah, that was offensive. They brought it up later, and then it's like, oh, so he is just gay for him i guess is that what is that what was going i didn't like that was definitely it it was kind of it but it wasn't like this is a very 90s movie and like not sensitivity but just like no lack of sense yeah lack of sensitivity and just um you know dumbheadedness yeah the the (laughs) fact that this character like 
thought that that was like the worst thing ever that this guy <laughs> wanted to teach him and like mentor him and like was attracted to him right. was the worst thing ever right, that he had right. to move across the country right it's <laughs> so fucking ridiculous and this, the decision was like that yeah yeah it was like it was like ben affleck if you've been right about anything in this movie is that that guy wants me and yeah, that's right. unacceptable so let's cut down his fucking totem pole yeah, and show that so that we've matured. Where, where the fuck did he get a chainsaw? They do show it. They show he walks past a chainsaw, and there's wait, the, where, why is it sitting? Right, there? it's just sitting out like next to some other. They, were, logs. they didn't carve that thing with a chainsaw. Right, that's irresponsible of the artist to leave that to chainsaw. Leave a chainsaw <laughs> the wood yeah. Yeah, right. All right, what about Sam Rockwell's character? What an asshole! What a fucking asshole! When they're at the when I honestly I can't believe that this guy. He's like that guy, you know, who, uh, you know, loves this girl, even though they shouldn't be together. And he's a dick to her and they're dicks to each other. And for some reason, he doesn't learn from his friends that he shouldn't be with her. And we get this scene where they're in the like at the carnival. It's so it's so good. It's, oh, oh, my God. It's unco- it made me uncomfortable. Like the, the, the he's telling a story. He, he's. The, one of the characters, I think it's French Stewart's character, is telling a story, and she, I think her name's Joni, asks a question to like, like elaborate. Oh, what happened there? Yeah. Well, so what happened? And Sam Rockwell's character immediately immediately goes, "Just shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like, what? So good. And everybody stops and looks at each other like, "Oh, Whoa. okay." But then, then there's the, this weird wide shot the whole time where, like, you could tell the director was like, all right, Joni, you act uncomfortable the rest yeah, of the like, walk. Struggle, <laughs> like, go back a little bit. Like, so hands and pockets. Yeah. Like, cut to the close-up. What's going yeah, on? Right. It, 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 that was weird. I didn't get Just that. Shut the fuck up, Joni. Yeah. And Just then, let, it, let him finish the fucking story. It's and like, then later, Jesus Christ. later, Joni comes in. They're having a, they're all rocking out on the stage. She's like, whoa, who's there with their fucking band? Must be cool to be a rock star. Which yeah, is- we'll just go and play pretend. He, She completely mocks his, like, want to be in a band. <laughs> it's all because she, they're going to move to L.A. together. Right. Which isn't far away. Wow. Like, I don't. Santa Cruz. It's not far. Yeah. It's like it's 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 like Chicago or something. Right, yeah. It's not like it's not a huge commitment for him to like. That's true. You know, French Stewart's going to Michigan on a dime. I mean, right. He doesn't have a girlfriend, but still, like everyone, no one is like Sam, dude. You're gonna be down the road. Like it's not that yeah. big of a deal. We'll see each other. <laughs> this is before the internet, though. So, yeah. well, for the internet as of today. Uh, but yeah, he, I hated that. I hated them. <laughs> I hated most of these characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's a, like frat-tastic yeah. comedy, but it's not. But like, it's not. Van Wilder is funny, or like or, right. or, uh, Animal House is still funny, even though like you wouldn't, I, none of us are frat guys, and like I don't, like, I mean, nothing wrong with frat people, but like, no, there's nothing, I mean, like, I'm not going to make a blanket statement on fraternities, because like, it's, diff- it's different at different schools, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, being in a fraternity in Indiana is different than like being a fraternities somewhere else. you know what i mean like there's yeah. different cultures anyways my point is frat humor can be fun we all like being obnoxious every mm-hmm. once in a while yeah but there's something there's nothing substantial here in this movie like no no what pissed me off though is like the frat humor in like good movies is like kind of like ironic and like poking fun at frat lifestyle oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. this like people's like actions seem like pretty sincere to their characters so it didn't come across as funny it came across as like them being fucking idiots and douchebags. Yeah. Not like, oh, that van, he's so funny and goofy. Like, 
He's such a fucking frat guy. Well, also, like, even frat frat movies that are funny are, like, written by people that are funny. Yeah, right. right. Like, that, that by comedians. Or right. like, you know what I mean? Like, you get the sense that, like, <clears throat> you get the sense that uh, Mr. Wilkes was not the funniest guy in his group. No. <laughs> not when you, like, quote probably, poetry and voiceovers. Right. Like, probably <laughs> the loudest in his group. Or the, yeah, maybe. the most talkative and... Um, I, you all, you I, all know that guy. Can I can I say something positive about this movie? Actually, for sure, it's I mean, it's half positive, half negative. And this is what I was going to lead with something positive, but I decided not to. I actually liked the fact that they told it from a man's perspective about women in relationships. Granted, the perspective was totally off yeah but it presented it like we had like a female version of like these 90s rom comedies but a man was the the focus and was the one like was like on the edge like should i or shouldn't i um so that wasn't that that was an interesting take on it but like the awful fact about that was like the women were like so awfully written and presented to us right. that right. like it couldn't really right. I can't I couldn't like give that like a huge positive. Yeah. I did like the bus scene too. Actually. That was my favorite scene. I like the bus driver. Right. <laughs> not on my bus, pal. <laughs> not on the two. Right. Maybe on the two. Maybe on the three. But not on the five. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I uh, uh that scene worked because you had. You had a comedic act, like two comedic actors in yeah, it as well with Ben funny, Affleck, yeah. yeah, Leah Remini and that Brendan Fraser. Yeah, nice. uh, real quick, uh, Matthew McConaughey's got a really stupid part in this movie. Yeah, that was weird. But uh, talk so about so does Matt Damon. Talk about someone. Yo, yeah, I forgot <laughs> Matt Damon was in this. Right. Talk about like Matthew McConaughey. You know what's funny? I think the key to not aging is looking like you're forty when you're twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way, that way, like right. you're just. You always look like yeah. you're 40. <laughs> right. Um, we got to wrap it up. Uh, uh, but uh, we obviously don't recommend watching this. No. There's so, there's so much still to say. <laughs> yeah. I, um, can I say, I say, yeah, I, say, I hate, yeah, I hate that we have these characters and in the last five minutes of the film, they all decide to change. Yeah. But <laughs> they're changed like, we need to start manning up. So then they fucking trash the whole place. Yeah, they destroy their house. Like, way to show, like, you've grown up and, like, you're becoming a man. Let's just, like, destroy this piece right. of property. Yeah. And when, when Ben Affleck is leaving, and he, for some reason, he sees his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend's current boyfriend's car, stops and sees her in the restaurant, and he ha- somehow manages to, he has, like, a white marker, and he draws, like, backwards on the window, like, angst for the memories. Like, what the hell? So <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So, so dumb. That that was Fallout Boy stupid. Right. Yeah. If, I did like, one. the one thing I did like about this is the continuing, like, like, uh, feel of, like, do I have to fall in with the current current society or whatever and that's done well with his parents even though his parents were cartoonish and yeah, yeah. like not real at all um, well, again there's good ideas there right that's, mm-hmm. and that's an idea you see in a million movies right but if only though these characters knew how good of an how good the economy was when they were. <laughs> i love to see a 90s movie that's like god damn it i just got out of college i have no debt and there's just so many job offers right, right. now <laughs> right there's this so much sucks. work to go around we haven't even hit the tech bubble yet <laughs> uh man and i'm an artist and 
uh, I just don't even realize how good I have it right now. And why did they think like once you graduate, like you can't drink anymore, <laughs> and like yeah, you yeah, like oh, yeah, immediately yeah. become like an, right. a shut away right, like right. workaholic? What right. was like, that? You can't have both. The slosh was his name, or Lash, whatever. The, 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 yeah. the Asian yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, he was, he was depicted as this like destructive drunk with no future whatsoever, <laughs> and we're led to believe that, and throughout the whole movie. And then there's a scene before, like Ben Affleck has this really creepy and like obsessive conversation with his ex on the beach. This character's like, I don't. I don't do that. That's not me. It's like, it isn't like yeah. we haven't seen anything, any other side to you. Right. Like, so what's so great about you? I don't, these characters, they're just, oof. they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Dumb movie. It, it felt like a college movie. Like yes. Masturbatory. Um, all right. We got to wrap it up. I got to get going. So we're going to cut it a little short here. Uh, no recommendations this week, <laughs> but we, not even for this, but we will see you next week. Uh, hopefully live see us at uh, MJR Troy Wednesday May 11th uh, 645 showing of Captain America Civil War and 930 podcast in the studio barn lounge um, for Colin and Mitch I'm Kale uh, we'll see you next week with uh, Captain America yeah see you guys bye go go Captain America here's your chance do your dance at the Space Jam this has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production, your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk. Come on.